0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 69 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back, I'm Ben, and once again I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. Hello, how you doing, BT? You okay?
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Um, recovered from Eurovision the weekend. Oh, that's not Yeah, there.
0: of course. You're a massive. <laughs> I don't know what you call Eurovision people. Optimist, amazing. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, how did England oh, do? So a good time. Oh yeah. Well, that that's to be expected. We deserve everything. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Was
0: like the? Did they have crowds of people in different countries? Did they like show? Footage of crowds.
1: I assume not this year. Yeah, no, they did. They had they had it like fully arranged. They had, I think it was like thirty five hundred people or something. Um, but they had like properly arranged it. Um, yeah, or might be thirty five thousand. That seems more likely. But yeah, they had like been like fully arranged, and uh, they said they tested through the Wazoo. But they had they had everyone there. It was cool. It was fun. It was funny to see a live event again. Yeah, man, that must
0: have been crazy, especially if you considered, like thirty five thousand. uh, you know, UK fans waving their blue passport uh to the <laughs> screaming applause of no points of Nilpois which is <laughs> potentially what the show should be regaled Uh so Honestly, yeah. Um such a good time. <laughs> you get excited about it every year, which is wicked.
1: Like, <laughs> it's so good. I need to watch there's a Will is there like a Will Ferrell feel with it with about this? Oh yeah, yeah. That is actually it, it it's not a good film, but it's funny. You feel bad for laughing, like all Will Ferrell films, really, aren't they? They're not like good. The other guys just...
0: might be a good film. The rest of them, yeah, totally. Like, you've seen
1: it. You've not seen the <laughs> other guys. Don't think I have. It's no. The
0: only good Mark War- uh, Mark Wahlberg film in existence. <laughs> um, bless him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Mark Wahlberg. Have you seen The Happening? The one where he's like running from the wind with Jess from New haven't. That really might, proving my culture mate that might be the worst movie I have ever seen in my life I've I've seen some really <laughs> like there's some great bad films like the toxic Avenger is just a terrible movie but it's so good but the happening mm. is just disappointment and I paid to see it and it's just awful it's just really bad anyway so you watched Eurovision that was wicked yeah um was it mm. was it a late thing I mean Europe is around about the same time zone as us
1: yeah yeah but it's Prime drinking time, that's what matters, really. <laughs>
0: that's what I thought, that's <laughs> what I thought. Uh, well, at least you didn't take a drink every time UK got a point.
1: Very true. Yeah, that would have been a boring night.
0: <laughs> just sober, just got up for work, just standard. <laughs> anyway, Ben, it's Blood Bowl
1: time, so episode 69, what are we talking about today? Uh, today we're going to be having a Britonia versus ability game, see which is truly the best. Um uh, own playstyle will have no influence i'm sure <laughs> um we'll talk about some NAf expanded teams and the usual games hobby and stuff players absolutely so
0: we are going to do our very best to to answer the question that has plagued mankind since before the dinosaurs which team is better on fumble using the 2016 rule set bretonia or Nobility? so brett's got gond some somehow some why um we'll talk about that a little bit later on and the nobility team that turned up looking very much like it like you know the meme from the office where there's two pictures and the answer is like (laughs) the same like it's basically yeah it's basically the same picture the nobility got juiced up a bit got an ogre protonia got nerfed a bit so it's it's interesting now on fumble they basically these two teams do not exist in the same space uh, at mm-hmm. all. Bretonia only exists in 2016 and the Nobility team only exists in 2020 but we retconned Nobility the only thing they're missing is um, running pass but you know what, I can't see that being used and it's kind of balanced out by Edge 3 being the same as passing 3+. plus. So we're going to have a brawl, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about the two teams and just kind of chew the fat about why Games Workshop retconned it, which does nicely lead on to the fact that Britonia was a NAF sanctioned team. It was kind of run, introduced and curated by the NAF, uh, even though it was on Blood Bowl 2. I'm not sure which way round it was. Was it Blood Bowl 2 or Blood Bowl 1? The Bretonians were saying
1: Blood Bowl 2. Yeah. BBT. I think they're in Blood Bowl 1.
0: And yep. uh SLAN and Corn have also been graced in the Blood Bowl games and in the NAF expanded teams, and they're eligible for 2020. So I thought we'd have a little chat about those as well but without further ado let's move on to blood bowl news okay so blood bowl news uh there's a couple of teams kicking around on kickstarter at the moment but they're models we've seen before so star player are releasing their dark elves but in resin and uh there's that uh, stl file team for the chaos dwarves but those are miniatures we've basically seen before by Hungry Troll. So it didn't really feel like there's much to talk about, really, with those. There is one bit of Blood Bowl news, which is kind of new, kind of shiny, and kind of different, which is the skill ring for fantasy football and war games on Kickstarter. Um, I love the little tagline here. One ring to skill them all, one ring to find them, <laughs> one ring to bring them all, and with Nuffles' blessing, hit them. Which is... It almost gets there. Um, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, it's a really interesting one. And basically, what it is for is um, adaptable customizable skill rings for your players and they are stls so you do have to print them now we've got early access to them and i printed some bits and bobs off earlier but i have yet to clean them up and have a proper look at them um because i slightly well just ran out of time to be honest with you so i'll be doing a just giving a, another print and having a go at them but basically they, they're kind of base rings that have uh, slots for you to slide in skills um, and each each player gets up to eight slots for skills and you can put them in pull them out you can print them when you need them you can paint them up to, to go with your team to go with the skill colors actually a really clever way to do it and because of the size you should be able to size them up as well I think they've actually got 25 mil and 40 mm base sizes as well They do. uh, Yeah, it's really cool. Now, the Kickstarter itself has got loads of uh, videos and stuff like that. We're going to be doing a little video as well for the Kickstarter, hopefully. Um, It is just STL. So what have we done? I've gone in on the £19 one triple flash. You'll get the skill holder set for the miniatures with 32mm, 25mm, and 40mm base sizes and all unlockable stretch goals. And you get every skill. You get numbers, you get different stuff, and it's got settings no matter what type of printer you've got you're good to go and it's got a little like guide on how to paint it as well it's a really well put together kickstarter
1: what do you think of these ben i think it's really neat i mean we've seen stuff like this before and like people try um people and companies sort of like uh have different takes on putting these skills because it is a challenge to try and like (laughs) identify all these skills what I like about these is how they stack, so you can get like eight skills on a base room, which has always been a challenge is to show you know when they have lots how to do that so yeah. i think I think this is really elegant. it's a really nice um solution that I wouldn't have thought of, like having them stack on top of each other
0: so you're familiar with the World Cup uh, a few years ago and how they did those um mm-hmm. multi part bases that all that caused all kinds of carnage and stuff like that this yeah. I know the language is always going to be a barrier, but, I mean, just agree a language and just have these available, and it's going to take... All right, it's going to take a small amount of time to print them out and things. It's, there's always going to be logistical difficulties, but this is a absolutely superb way of doing it. Now, when they are printed, um, the single-layer skills are actually quite quite small. They're quite thin. Um, mm-hmm. I think... But you should just be able to stretch them. I'll have a word with... Um, with the chap who's running this and just make sure we can get wide ones because you can see in the pictures there where where it's got jump up mighty blow like works brilliantly but if you've only got one, two, three or four skills so for example tournaments most tournaments don't let you take more than one or two skills on a player having them be double Mm size is going to make it much easier to see and I just I don't know I think it is very clever and because it is printable the cost factor is pretty limited like it would take well it took like no money to print that one um, alright sure yeah. having a oh, printer yeah. is, is definitely uh, an, an issue but if you've got a printer or an access to a printer this is a really clever way to do it um, and I mean the ones they've got on the screen um, the ones they've got on the kickstarter are just printed grey plastic with the actual skill stuff painted I'm going to be painting the actual skill base up because I want to see what it looks like in black I want to see if it blends in um, mm-hmm. with the team itself but I think it's a really clever idea and yeah, yeah immediately like when triplo who is basically our um <laughs> he's basically our 3D printer correspondent now um <laughs> he's like hey dudes this is coming up uh, uh immediately like we got to get this on the go i mean we'll be starting filming youtube in the next couple of weeks and uh, the videos and this could be something that actually works <laughs> really well yeah for the show i mean i love the bases um but we can just print them and we're good to go like, I, I like the Willy Millich's rubber ones. I think they're good. But this, I think, is going to work
1: just fine. And they've got some I cool extras. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to back this and start printing. Because, <laughs> yeah, I really, I think this is just a really neat solution. Um, it, yeah. Yeah, neat solution. That's, that's pretty cool. Um,
0: That is it for Blood Bowl news at the moment. Although, got a couple of bits that we need to talk about. Did I tell you I got a dispatch notification from my Vortice miniatures Kemri team.
1: Oh, that's cool. These are the ones with the sort of souls coming out of them, right? The yes. spirit.
0: Yeah. Although things, I didn't, yeah. didn't actually... Yeah. Ooh, your parcel from Entoyment is on its way and due to be delivered on Tuesday, the 25th of May. Huzzah. War cry. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So my Kemri team is finally on the way. Um. The Grebo stuff... Like the prize pot box turned up this week as well. We've got a dwarf team, the cool new star players and stuff, which is wicked. And um, yeah, the Vortice team landing would be cool. It's just Norba we're waiting on now because when mm. their teams land, it's going to be pretty sweet. Um, their knights are really lovely. And I know the team is technically dead, which is what this episode is sponsored by. It's sponsored by the death of Bretonia. Oh man, Pretonia just keeps dying, doesn't it? Died once in Warhammer, died again in Blood Bowl. <laughs> this is brilliant. Oh, this is actually brilliant. Poor Britonia. Oh
1: Did you get some of the um the knights from Norba? Or did you get the did you mainly get the teams? I just went for a bunch of the teams and star players. Mm-hmm. Um I, the knights do
0: look super cool. It's tempting. Though. The knights. It tempting. However, it's played out well because uh, the knights are taking longer to print because they've now changed manufacturing to actually printing the whole lot themselves and their Kickstarter was really for huge. Like it was massive. Wow, yeah. okay. Embarrassingly show off the stack of uh, the stack of um, kickstarters. I'm backing at the moment
1: as we go on. here. <laughs> you, can't, you can't look at it. I just could have. That's, just... that's the first. Is it the first Ooh. acceptance? What what stage Ooh. of grief is that? <laughs> Ooh.
0: Ooh, there we go. Uh Noble miniatures. 64 531 backers and 64,000 euros. I like just nice, huge and great fun. Like yeah, I can't wait for those blood bowl teams to land because they are pretty pretty fun. Anyway, Ben, um blood bowl news wise, I think that's everything I've got. Is that everything you've got as well? Yeah, I think so. Fantastic. Yeah, quite weak, but all exciting. Games are starting soon. Oh yeah, absolutely. And just want to say big thank you to everybody who supports us out there, whether you are just taking part with our content, watching the videos, liking, subscribing, getting involved, sending messages coming to our tournaments, or uh, one of our wonderful patrons. Got nearly a hundred of them now, which is awesome. Uh, so new patrons this week are Nikolai Hansen, Ryhawk, which is a sweet name, Terrell Weber and Christopher Todd big thank you for everybody um our patrons actually do a lot of work for us getting involved picking teams and helping to choose what content we do and um well i appreciate it massively and i appreciate everybody gets involved especially for whip wednesday as well which is so much fun to see all the carnage that the hobby world is unleashing on everything that's it's absolutely awesome and talking of hobby carnage let's take a quick break and be back with hobby Okay, so hobby, games, purchases, painting,
1: playing. Ben, what have you been up to, man? My life has been completely encompassed by this ne- big necrom job. Oh, um, yeah, man. You are turning through that, though, to be fair. <laughs> uh, impressively. Yeah. I'm I've, I've trying to get in the rhythm now where I wake up two hours before I start work and I just work on it. So I'm getting at least two hours a day on it. And, yeah, progress is, is going. I reckon there's probably about... Two weeks left in this first batch. That's which what is, 1, Yeah, sixty points? warriors. Well, no, just a batch. Uh actually. Know, it's it's sixty warriors and twenty scarabs. I don't know how many how many that is. Oh my god, that's
0: a like hundred dudes.
1: <laughs> it's good fun though. It's really fun. I love I love just storming through troops. They look and it's a bit strange like that. Fantastic. But... Are you like a bit perturbed by the character models and stuff like that? Have they got vehicles on the go as well? Uh, yeah, there's a few big things coming, um, it, the, the chaps, of course, separated them into, you no know, troops, and then elites, and then, kind of, big stuff, but this is the worst of the three lots, and it's been okay, so I think it'll be alright. What's that, because, like, the, the volume of it? Yeah, yeah, this, this will take the longest, for sure. It's, like, doing all, like, the basing and stuff takes ages, um, yeah. That's oh, you, they didn't, you didn't base them? No, I did base them. Oh, no, I, so... Are you building them as well? I'm build- Yeah, I'm building them too. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that took actually quite a long time. I think Ooh. that was it. Building the warriors is gonna took a long time. Building 60 warriors. That is
0: insane. That is an insane <laughs> amount. Blooming heck, man. You're going to be burnt out of 40k without
1: even doing your own stuff. Nah. Yeah, it's all good fun. <laughs> it's all good fun. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not even a third of the way through, so I'll probably change my mind. In a couple of months. Uh, I look forward to you needing
0: a palette cleanse because when you do the palette cleansing, <laughs> you do some awesome stuff. Like, I'm not saying this isn't awesome stuff, but like I've seen you go through this before where you're like, oh yeah, done with this. I'm just going to go paint something different to to chill and then you go and discover a new technique and just like this. I'm, I'm looking forward to that stage. You and Ian and Hannam are the same in mm. that regard. You're like, do a great project, then just go do something completely different and I might have to Find something to give to you to just you know, oh, yeah, palette. sure. Get, oh, there's that uh, spaceship Kickstarter that everybody would have seen I've backed, um, coming soon as well. <laughs> so that could be cool. That <laughs> work, okay. You're playing some Engage now. We've got Club again, um, absolutely. Oh, talking of Club, Club is back open now. So, Wobble, um, yeah, we had our first, our first night, our first reunion where boy, we had 10 people there, which is cool, We're socially distanced, mm-hmm. spaced out and everything. Um, how did you get on?
1: Yeah, it was good. Um, played some Warcry with Ian and uh, Pete. Yeah, yeah, it was first time I played Warcry. I've been looking forward to playing it all the way through lockdown. And yeah, it was first game, and yeah, it's a really solid game. Um, a really quite light game, but... Yeah, just super solid and a really good skirmish game. I I was really impressed by it. They're, yeah, simple, easy to pick up, but really fast as well, so you could easily get quite a few games in a night. What team did you run? Is it the uh the armor dudes or your cool dudes? Yeah, the I ran the uh, iron golems in that. Yeah.
0: And that was what my this is what my package that's going to be delivered tomorrow is. It's going to be the uh well, I can't remember what they are, but I did share it out on social media. One warband. It's the the guys from the realm of light with fancy hats.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. The um. Oh my oh. gosh, what are they called? I like the, the description. Right. description <laughs> Here we go. Cipher lords. Cipher lords.
0: Cipher lords. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a look at like the, 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 how they play and stuff, and the styles not this is is pretty cool. The warcry stuff is really awesome though. But there's thirty mm. different warbands, and I do not trust Games Workshop to be remotely balanced. And it's weird, like Blood Bowl not being balanced, doesn't matter at all. Um, but I think if you're going to be playing a game, you need to know that you're going to be able to play the game. And uh, mm-hmm. I have my worries with Warcraft. so That's cool. So, yeah, I'll be building up and painting that. You've got a game of that. I managed to get two games of sevens in against Richard, which Ooh. was awesome. Um, got the nobility, actually. I'm halfway through painting the Marienburg Minotaurs. They're very nearly there now, which is cool. And I uh, got to run them in sevens, so I got to run Nobility in sevens for potentially the first time. Ironically, I've played Bretonian in sevens several times. Uh, yeah, ran the Ogre build Ogre Thrower, two Blitzers, and a one-two-one 2 1 in one game, and lost 2 1 in another against Dark Elves and yeah, yeah that'll, that'll happen <laughs> yeah we, we blitzed through our first game it got to like nine o'clock and i was like well, i still got about an hour do you, a, do you want another sevens game i was like yeah that'd be great i'm very up for that nice so yeah got to to sort of chill out play two games of sevens it was cool it was nice to it's always good to play people but you know it was good to get some dice out on the table it was a
1: bit weird playing in person but it soon goes away yeah it is weird It is weird. Um I didn't, really know, didn't really know what to do like how to interact with people yeah. like <laughs> what, what are the social customs we've, we've yeah. grown up learning how do you do this again <laughs> i know it's 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 weird um but seeing the board I was like oh
0: oh yeah like it's i don't know there was just something about it that uh, i did not take long to come back to me but at first i was like this just mm-hmm. is this is unusual but Wicked, like great. Just uh, first time I got the, the new sevens pitch out as well, it's, it's much smaller than I thought. Um, it's like from getting it, opening it, and then actually putting it out and, and playing it, it's perfect size, I think. Um, and the war cry board, pretty much perfect size as well. So that's cool. We've got some good games coming up, and I'm mm-hmm. skipping this week because Tiff and I are going out for dinner and cocktail night, which would be cool. Down the road, so that's tomorrow night. That'll be really good, and we've got Wednesday booked off to just have a hangover. Um, so I'll be doing Wednesday yeah. this week, potentially hungover. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you have to forgive me for that one, but that'll be uh, that'll be quite cool. And then um, we got our fumble games in for the league, didn't we? You did today.
1: Mm. Yeah, played just an hour before we recorded. Uh, played against In Triplo. It was a three one win to wear um yeah this wear team are spiraling out of control I'm loving it it's <laughs> I, I like it starts off I, I I keep thinking they're like pretty pretty balanced I think we even said that on the podcast just like wear seem pretty pretty good pretty balanced like they could be a real team but then seeing them level up you kind of realize why they're not um, I think I think those, because, those yeah.
0: people who say necromantic uh should have four werewolves. Like they that, should
1: not. They should, yeah. <laughs> four werewolves yeah. Is,
0: is just many, many werewolves. It's crazy.
1: They have super easy access to blodge and I go on with the strength up and that is just game over because you it's really hard to stop them. This this team is very oppressive with the speed and then for blodging Werewolves and two bears. You've got two strength five without Lona. It's pretty messy. Yeah. Um, Potentially one too many were bears,
0: but I mean, your TV is up I think so. 1570 now, Ben. It's, that's probably the <laughs> biggest team you've
1: ever had. It is the biggest I've had, yeah. They're not dying. I don't mean, know. I'm calling that, I'm tempting fate now by saying that, but <laughs> I, have I haven't had now. to replace players. So you've, you've, yeah.
0: you've snuck in to the top four. There's no way you're, you're in the finals now. So you mm-hmm. lost 2-0 to Milton. And you drew against Ian, who both of those yeah. uh, are in the top four. Then uh, then you destroyed the Squigs 5-0. Then somehow lost to my nobility team 3-0. <laughs> and then Offend. went Offend. on a rampage 2-1 against the Talabek Troubadours. Then 5-1 against the Simeon team. And then 3-1 against the Dump Off Demons today. 18 touchdowns, mm. most in the league at the moment, which is interesting because I would need to score six to get that. I went, oh no, where am I? I need to score four touchdowns. You need five. Um, oh yeah, four, four, four to match it. Yeah. Five to beat. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I went back and um, I shared some of our league documents with someone who's starting up a Blood Bowl league and I went through and I was like, every single league I have had the most touchdowns uh but, <laughs> which is quite cool but the wear team is phenomenal um i'm lucky and yeah. i got lucky i think speaking out that win when i did um i've got sam at some point this week i played trips last week myself and 3-0 against the the dump off demons the the four nations team got four nations again this week and then mm-hmm. that'll be my last game so at the moment uh, we've got ian with the slayer team first uh Then second is Milton with the Shark people, the sons of Stromfels, but he's got a game in hand against the Squigs, so I think it's pretty much 99% him (laughs) taking first place with another win there. Then it's you in third, and then me in fourth with a game in hand. Uh, And then fifth place is two points below me, so it's going to be us four in the top four. You and I can't play each other because I'm going to either end up uh, Oh, actually... No, 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 can't. Even if I get one point, I'll just end up third. Um, Right, yep. So I'm either going to end up second, third, or stay in fourth. Uh, None of those mean that we can play until we meet each other in the finals, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Honestly, though... It's, you're gonna be playing against either the Slayer team or the Shark team. You drew with the Slayer team model oh, and you lost to the Shark team, but it was quite I think it was a lot closer than it looked.
1: I actually think even so, I think I, my chances are better against the sharks now. Now my team has leveled up and I've got two strength fives. Um and then my wolves have blodge. Yeah. I think I can fight them. Um it's the Slayers with a lot of a lot of that block, the Dauntless comes in really handy with them. Yeah. Um, there's some real nasty players on that team. So I'm hoping I they'd be more of an overall challenge. You play the Slayers and kill them,
0: like shred them. That would be <laughs> awesome. Uh, I think I'd rather play the Sharks as well, but that's only because I got fared pretty well against them last time. And the only reason I lost mm-hmm. to the Blooming Slayers is because I didn't realise that Juggernaut overrid Stand Firm. Uh, so I just positioned, I was like, I own the sidelines and then did not at all. <laughs> Uh, oh no. And lost three players within two turns just because of like being swept Aww. off or something like that. And I was, that like, is rough. I was like, okay, fair enough. And lost two one and I turned sixteen touchdown. It's gonna be it's a tight pack at the top. Um I mm-hmm. like it. And I am definitely Yeah, I just it's a great it's been a great fun league. Uh, it's nice I'm I'm happy that it's coming to an end though, especially as our league will be starting in three weeks as well. Proper yes. tabletop twenty twenty league oh it's all
1: coming it's all returning looking forward to it and then yeah i'm gonna run the nobility it's you're going oh it.
0: you're taking the nobility fantastic
1: yeah yeah that's so i'm looking forward to this game today because <laughs> not to foreshadow but are you running the same roster do you reckon i did make it the same roster mm. yeah that's cool. That is cool. Our
0: patrons have voted that the uh, nobility roster gets an ogre in uh, the Bonehead Championship YouTube series coming up. So I'm hoping your roster will, uh, will help us learn some lessons about that. I've played the ogre roster and I've played the non-ogre roster. I've played a load of the non-ogre roster. Um, so that's going to be interesting for our game later where I'm playing Pretonians, which are basically the same thing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh wicked what else? what else has been occurring i got destroyed in my fumble college game still interesting weird all the players are unique and different and strength two is the most normal strength it was just awful the team is cursed <laughs> like literally turn one two people died and i was like "Geez, they've got armor nine like come on oh man <laughs> it's been it's been brutal Hobby-wise, uh, just painting like mad for the YouTube teams, which has been great. Not at all distracted by dystopian warships. Um, and very <laughs> nearly finished printing those blooming Dwarves, because I have to keep redoing the supports for the Blitzers because of their stupid ears. Like I did
1: the supports. I haven't even <laughs> tried them yet. Are, Everything, they, are they
0: that bad? Every other miniature is perfect. It's just these Blitzers, because they over-support their heck out of the wings. So, I did my own supports. Wings were fine. Legs were missing. And every time a leg's missing, uh, you have to clean the vat. And it's just been fun. Um, but, oh, they're Punga, though. They've got their snotlings coming out next month. What do you reckon to those? I think, they're, yeah, they're
1: really cool. I really like them. Um, yeah, I think this is an instance. And I think it's the first time I've had that from Punga where I prefer the Games Workshop models.
0: I was going to say the same thing. But to be fair, the Snotling team is the best team. I think we we might have said it was the best team and everybody voted it the best Games Workshop team mm-hmm. for the top five. So it, it is just full of character. They're perfect. If I could print out those Snotlings, dude, it'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm am, I am having this thing where I like keep thinking about printing different miniatures because of the mirror technique, Ben. I can look at the Games Workshop team <laughs> and I just, like, I just wish I could print another one out and mirror it. I, I don't care. I've got yeah. four Blitzers. You'd have and... all the...
1: Yeah, the swarming is done because, you know, when they're that many, they just look... Yeah. You can't even tell them are mirrored.
0: Just mirror. That's all I... I just want my mm-hmm. Blitzers to look like they're not in a music video. I just want it just, <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, that's good. It changes everything. It j- well, it does. Just a little bit of... Uh, no, but the Punga teams are gorgeous. And the dwarves have come out brilliantly, like really brilliantly, apart mm-hmm. from the blooming blitzers. And you need blitzers in a dwarf team. Um, you do. Because they're just really good players. Right. Hobby. What else is going on? I think we've done that. We covered Warcry. We've t- covered Club Night. We've covered the fact we've got a league coming up soon. Um, I think. You know, I think, Ben, I think that's everything for me. I'm sure I've missed something, but I think that's 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 okay with me for now. Yeah,
1: it's again, it's come around quick. It's, it's crazy.
0: All right then. Let's let's answer the question that everyone is not asking. Which team is better? Nobility or Britannia? So, before there was nobility in Blood Bowl 2020, there was a team that played very similarly, and that was the Bretonian team. The Bretonian team either got introduced by the community and then went into Blood Bowl 2, or the other way around. There's Corn, there's Slan, and there's Bretonia, and they all have this weird history of being involved by the community and with the cyanide games. So they've always been, I say always, For a decade or more, they've been a part of the Blood Bowl team roster list lineup. Um, and they've never kind of been formally sanctioned by Games Workshop, except like in the olden days where they had like like Blood Bowl magazine team rules and stuff like that. They never had a team Mm -hmm. produced for them, um, so they never kind Mm -hmm. of fit in their can, like in the canon. So, Bretonian, um, didn't appear. And then when the Nobility team came out on the My Dugout app, it kind of had that vibe. And then when the 2020 roster landed, it was very similar. So what we'll do is we'll just talk through the Batonian lineup. Um, their linemen, movement 6, strength 3, edge 2, which is edge 4 plus in 2020 land. Armor 7, which is armor 8 plus in 2020, with Fend for 40k, normal on a general. Compared to the Nobility linemen, which are 45k, Six strength, three, edge four plus, armor eight plus, fend for forty-five k. So basically, same positional, cheap lineman, bad armor, bad agility, but with fend. Mm-hmm. Then the nobility team has got the bodyguards, whereas the Bretonian team had yeomen who are move six. Three, three, eight, which in the new world would be movement six, strength three, edge three plus, uh, armor nine plus, And these guys started with wrestle. The ability exactly the same, but they also get stand firm, and they both add general and strength on a primary skill access. Uh, the bodyguards went up significantly in price though, uh, from seventy k and the yeoman to what are they ninety k now? The bodyguards, yeah, yeah, ninety k. I mean, makes sense. It's twenty k for stand firm. Yeah, I mean twenty k for a skill. That's
1: reasonable but would you yeah yeah <laughs> it's one you didn't choose no normally
0: you get that kind of discounted don't you yeah you do normally if the bodyguards have been 80k that would have been brilliant um
1: yeah probably really too good actually
0: yeah but yeah talking of players that are too good this is the one that hurt <laughs> bretonian players so they used to have blitzers which were to 4 movement 7 strength 3 edge 3 3 plus uh armor value 8 armor 9 plus block dauntless and catch with gem rule at agility and passing on normal for 110k the nobility team has blitzers who are movement 7 they are still strength 3 and 3 plus armor 9 plus with block and catch but they lost dauntless and did they same stay the same price or did they get a bit uh, cheaper for the nobles they, got,
1: they went up by 5k no down by 5k down by 5k they're 100. 105 versus 110 the blitzers are one
0: hundred and five. Yeah, a, that's a weird value. Um, <laughs> yeah, see again, that, that doesn't that doesn't line up brilliantly. Um, and four blocking dudes at movement seven down to two. But the nobility did get two extra positionals. They got an ogre, straight up ogre stats, and they got the thrower. Uh, move six, strength three, edge three plus, passing three plus, with uh, running pass and pass. So they get a thrower roll. Basically, the Bretonian roster as it was, transferred over, got stand firm on the Yeoman, dropped a couple of blitzers, got some throwers instead, and gained access to an Ogre. Rerolls, interestingly, stayed the same at 70k. So you can obviously see the similarities in the two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, I think
1: you played a few games with Bretonians. Re- I b- did, yeah. Yeah, ball. I ran... Yeah, I ran a few games on Blood Bowl 2, just to sort of get an idea of what they were. Um, And I I really enjoyed them. I I think I got quite lucky uh, with the teams I played, because I played against, like, Chaos and Orcs and things, where the Dauntless really comes into play. But then it's a double-edged sword, because the nobility lack that. (laughs) And it does make me think they're really going to miss having that skill.
0: I have found those Blitzers to be fantastic players. But yeah, yeah, Dauntless makes some really good Brawlers. But moreover than that, just having four is so much better than two. I know that that is a really like dumb thing to say. But, you know, all strong teams, four Blitzers, humans, Orcs, Dark Elves, you know, these teams yeah. have a solid amount of combat. And it's interesting because this team, the Bretonian team and the nobility team, still has access to six players with combat skills, whether it's wrestle or block. But block is an offensive, damaging, and defensive skill, whereas wrestle's kind of like half block in effectiveness. So it's interesting. Now, I played a bunch of games with Bretonians in sevens and absolutely flipping loved it because it was just four blitzers for yeomen, four blitzers for linemen, and just, oh, it's just mm-hmm. wicked. Plus, just the idea of having knights on the Blood Bowl pitch is really cool and i've got i was going through my favorite images the other day looking for something i'd saved and i came across a nobility blitzer with a knight's helmet i was like ah amazing dude and i've got a sprue here with some blitzers like i'm just i'm just waiting to do that but basically the question was asked why did they change to nobility instead of bretonian bretonian are tier one nobility have been ranked at tier two It's interesting. So what Ben and I are going to do now is we're going to bust it out on the fumble pitch. Now, this is using 2016 rules, but it's as close as we can get because we thought we'd give it a go so we're going to play the game yeah. and we're going to stick it on the end of the show so if you want to listen to the match um, because we got a lot of good feedback last time we did that when we played our where versus nobility team and I promise we'll do a better job of talking through what we're doing um, you know fair shout you know given that it is a podcast but we'll stick it on the end <laughs> so we are going to go play our game now and we'll be back immediately with our afterthoughts we're going to just chew the fat on the difference of the teams and uh, yeah I'm intru- I'm intrigued so Ben you're going to be running which team I'm gonna run ability. All right. I tell you what. Before we start the game, let's have let's have a cheeky light <laughs> look at your team. Love a good noble. Um, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so this one comes in bang on a thousand k. What are you running, Ben? Um, I'm running an ogre because I think if you have an option to take a big guy, you should. Um, I'm so so this build. You know, this team is expensive, so you don't really get all the toys. And their rerolls at 70k are also really expensive. So it's a two reroll build with an ogre, Um, two blitzers, uh, two out of two, two bodyguards, two throwers, and then four linemen. So yeah, this one, you can take a lineman and have some cash left over to maybe get another bodyguard if you're running it in a league. Um, But I quite like this because... The jump from having a lineman to a thrower is a huge one. You get an extra edge, and you get a skill that you get another pass, basically, um, and armor. It's it's just a huge upgrade. So that, that the, is that, that kind of like the best thirty k in blood
0: bowl. That I think, yeah, <laughs> like genuinely, yeah. like one more agility, one more armor, and the, yeah. yeah, all right. Bend is useful, but only in certain circumstances. Love it. All right. That's good. I like that. I'm going to go and run with Bretonia for life. We've gone full blitzer here. Nobody goes full blitzer. Four blitzers, two yeoman, <laughs> um, a bunch of linemen to take me up to 11 players, and three re-rolls. That one takes me to 990. So, we've got four block and two wrestle, against two block, two wrestle, and a strength five. It's going to be a bit of a brawl this. I, I do... We're going to see Dauntless versus an ogre in this situation. I just realised that. We will and that's good that's good that's good okay Ben how are you feeling about the game what's your score prediction
1: oh I think no I think Bretonians are going to wipe the floor I think you're you're already a better player I, you have that advantage oh disagree um, but um, massively not but, Um I think that's going to help um, but I just think Bretonians are another level higher than ability just in terms of power especially at 1000 um, K 1000 K yeah, uh, I think it's it's a huge difference. I don't know. I've just been. I mean, I've just smashed away
0: a ton of games with nobility without even the ogre, and the team can be really tight. And chucking in that, I've been saving up for this blooming ogre in league for like four games, but people keep dying. I'm five. <laughs> I'm flipping five k away. Like in the last game, I was like, "Come on, come on!" And I just came short um, by five k. Otherwise, I'd have an ogre going in. But I've got a game. I can get this ogre. Anyway, gonna stop moaning about the ogre, and they cancelled Curse City as well. Just need to get that. In there. <laughs> um, did have a great, absolutely superb comment. Um, I put the thing up about Warcry, about like ordering the Warcry team from Entoyment, and I was like, yes, got this on there. And the best comment I think I've ever seen on the channel. Um, oh, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Stuart Shelley. Just put it on there and was like, great. Now that <laughs> now you started Warcry, please don't start a podcast for it or Games Workshop, but cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was awesome because, yeah, sorry, there is a small chance that we cancelled Cursed City by being too excited about it. Um, so, yeah, we'll cry. Enjoy it while you can because it's about to end. So, uh, <laughs> all right, Ben, let's play the game. let Okay, so we're back. We've done the classic podcast podcast. Time traveling. Uh, we've played our game, and I, d- I think we'll just might as well spoil the score. Nobility won by a touchdown. Although I think, to be fair, that's a little bit closer
1: than it might perhaps have been. Um, that's a very good game, yeah, man. Um, it was. I really unexpected. Um, I feel. I, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happened there. I, I genuinely thought. Britons would have had a big advantage in that. Uh, just, well, it it would be unfair to say
0: that it was all on the ogre, but that ogre's mighty blow, I'm pretty sure, did get a couple of extra removals. And both he did. these teams yeah. have got expensive positionals. Neither team's starting with a bench, and that just led to the majority of the game the nobility team being up two or three players. And I don't think either of these teams has got the agility or the speed to kind of overcome those odds. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, nearly nearly defended your first drive, but boom, I think, what was it, first block, guys out, second block, guys out. The ogre was superb. You were remorselessly blitzing with the big guy. and (laughs) I love it. I think big guy blitz is superb. Big guy blitz, yeah. It it would be remiss of us here at the Bonehead Podcast to not be pro-ogre in every single way and you <laughs> definitely played like that uh yeah basically sums up us as players ben we both took 10 or more go for it uh <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. naturally uh,
0: yeah absolutely um and yeah i mean there were a ton of dice it was good i think you outblocked me significantly uh yeah 10 to 30 on the blocks there But yeah, look at that, 144 turns on your team against 111 on mine. So you had 33 extra activations, which, I mean, I don't know, what's that, 30 out of 144? It's about 20% more activations, and that is because of those removals. Now, obviously, if you played again, it could be very different. You know, there's not a huge amount in the teams. I think the fact that ability of 1-0, you know what? I think that sums up the nobility team. I do think it ever so slightly has that advantage on the on the on the Bretonians. You reckon? I do, and I'm not just saying that because I lost. Uh, but you know, I've, <laughs> look, I've played a ton of games with nobility this season, and the defense game is significant. It is really solid, and I know everything there is the same, but stand firm on those four guys
1: is oh. huge. Um, it's unreal that i I just was running the two and it was already so key
0: fend on all the linemen stand firm on Mm -hmm. the bodyguards it just the breakthroughs just you can't do it and um i think that gives me advantage and then you can drop that hammer with the ogre and because you're fending and standing firm there's no breakthroughs so that movement five is fine and that ogre is in the combat You know, Mm -hmm. it's going to fail one or two boneheads a game. That's okay, and it did. But a couple of good hits with that dude. Always two dice. Cheeky mighty blow. Really beneficial. And I don't know, I I love the idea of Petonian. They're they're faster in theory. They're not really. Like, there's two guys with movement seven. Um, Yeah. And in the new edition, you know, the thrower on the nobility team, running pass might help but that cheeky three plus is 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 good like i don't know nobility
1: i'm i'm sold i'm sold yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to trying them in the league as well um on tabletop i wonder if it'll be a different dynamic on tabletop because fumble does feel a bit different i don't i don't know why i feel like it's kind of easier to visualize like tackle zones and things like that on fumble um and where things are going and sort of like Maybe it's just because we played so much of it lately, and like tabletop's <laughs> been so sparse, sparse, But I find Fumble is generally a little bit easier to keep track of, in my opinion. Yeah, Might just be you, me can,
0: you can generally speaking play a little bit tighter on Fumble than you can on tabletop. I mean, not mm-hmm. from looking at the way I played that um but you know, a couple more, hot, couple more hot dice roll there, and I would have been all right. But the thing is, like, I was down two players, so nine against eleven, and. I could get a good 2 die block once per turn, 2 die blitz once per turn, but I couldn't go anywhere from it because Stand mm-hmm. Firm and Fend just really s- stuck you in the mud. Um, I mean, we did say when I was playing, I was like, oh my God, this is what you guys have been putting up with this entire league, with yeah. that Stand Firm, Fend everywhere.
1: Oh, Especially just... when your team relies on Frenzy, which we'll talk about in a bit with the next segment as well. <laughs> but like this, I think if... If you have people running necromantic um, or Norse or something like that in in your league, and you're, you've got an ability, you're going to be a real bane to them. I think, yeah, it really shuts down those plays and they rely on it. I so, know frenzy yeah. isn't a skill you see often um, compared to our league that we're playing on Fumble, but oh yeah, it, it frenzy it can really. Everywhere. I mean, frenzy's there to create openings, right? And this team is just nope shuts yeah. all that down
0: your your roster with the two throwers and two blitzers and an ogre I mean sure that's five there's still six players that have got to stand firm or fend. That's and the majority yeah. of the time and the ability because the linemen are cheap they're 45k Alright, they're not the cheapest by all means but they're cheap enough for you to be able to buy an extra one after the very first game you're going to have the ability to just drop a throw onto your bench and play an extra fend piece and just then you're going to have your one throw on the pitch your ogre your two blitzers four stand firm, bodyguards and fend, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to be a real significant grind and then that's where Mighty Blow makes such a difference it's because these teams, yeah. this, both these teams Armour 7, your Armour 8 plus you know, cheeky bit of Mighty Blow really creams through it Ogre mm-hmm. paid off in this situation and I think going head to head I should have played tighter with the Pretonians, I was trying to play faster, but that was because I didn't have the numbers, I'd already lost and that movement 5 strength 5 mighty blow piece was breathing down my neck because any block made with an ogre against this team can be fatal and losing another lineman would have been really bad um and yeah really good i mean i i like bretonians i like them in the olden times but stand firm on the bodyguards is massive and i think that does make up for not having dauntless on the night like
1: I I I think it kind of yeah I think it kind of does. It's a different playstyle. bretonians can afford to be a little bit more punchy. Um, yeah, the, it's just the control. It's it's very strong.
0: I, I I love it. That was great. That was really good. I am I'm glad we played that through. I would love to play again because I think we could do it differently. But nobility are just so fun because you, they, they're not auto win. You have to either side. It just feels fair. It never feels unfair. It's like, I'm going to get slowed down, but I'm not going to get murdered. But that ogre actually does pile on the pressure as well. And you're not missing anything because even though it doesn't have stand firm or fend, it has strength five, which is be- <laughs> which is potentially better. <laughs> no, that was wicked. Right, Groovy, guys, do let us know what you think of Nobility replacing bretonia in standard blood bowl. Um, you know what? I think it is time to move on from Brett's because the Nobility team's got more positionals. It's got more variants. It's a bit more interesting. It is a bit more interesting. Wicked. And uh, I think it's time to talk about some more interesting teams. Okay, so from one pair of interesting teams to another pair of interesting teams, what we're going to look at now is the NAF rules for tournaments from 1st of January 2021. Okay, kind of outdated now, but within it are two additional teams that are not featured in any of the official Games Workshop stuff, but the NAF uh, is like a player association for Blood Bowl and was instrumental in kind of keeping it alive during the point where Games Workshop wasn't supporting it anymore. Within this document are two teams that were dropped from the canon. Now, Bretonians were dropped from the canon, but because they were so similar to Lability. They've left them off. They said, right, Bretonians, there's no point having both because they play so similarly. Um, And I think there was potentially a bit of a fear that Bretonians were going to be better than Nobility and that no one would actually run Nobility. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. You know, we've played the game now. We've found out. You know, solid concrete <laughs> evidence. Um, but there it's are <laughs> massive sample size of one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> game <laughs> using an incorrect rule set on both sides. But um, yeah. <laughs> the NAF the NAF teams, there was three. There was Bretonian, Corn, and Slan. Now Slan slash Kislev, all of these were represented in Blood Bowl One or Blood Bowl Two, so they were very heavily play tested. They were very widely used. So even in our league, we had a couple of Corn teams. Ben, you had one, and Sam Frenzy Garner. Have one yet? Um, yep. And Craig's got a slant team. I've now got a slant team. And they're all teams that are actually really interesting. So the NAF has provided rules that, to be fair, are pretty well balanced and give you a very different way of playing. So, what we thought we'd do is we'd talk through these two teams that don't feature in the Games Workshop things and just talk through why they exist, what's great about them, whether there should be other teams included in the future, and um, actually just the fact that in Basically every blood bowl tournament that is involved with a NAF, you are going to see two completely unofficial teams, and it's interesting, and that we'll come to that at the end. So the first one here is the Corn Team, Ben, the Demons of Corn, um, Blood for the Blood God, the Frenzied Fans of the Corn God demand blood for their dark god and the players are happy to give it to them often by launching opponents off the pitch to be sacrificed by the crowd uncontrollable rage turns Cornate players into virtually unstoppable blitzers making the sidelines very dangerous indeed the lord of rage blesses the team with his demons including the most feared monstrosity in blood bowl the bloodthirster corn demands carnage and a few touchdowns should perchance be scored all the better so the corn team is the frenzy team now ben blood tithe ben blood tithe is a corn
1: thing i feel like this team probably spoke to you a little bit it did i i really like this team there there are bits on this team that uh annoy me and i think could like be reworked a little bit but it's still a really fun team to use um should we talk about the players let's go for it let's go for it take it away okay so your linemen on the corn team are pit fighters they are 60k humans, essentially, um, but they all have frenzy uh, to start with. So all of your linemen, your guys who are men, you know, just be solid, they, they all have frenzy, so they often <laughs> remove themselves, which is extreme, extremely corned. Uh, general skill access only. Um, so yeah, they're not, oh, and secondary is agility, agility and uh, strength. Um, then you get to 4 Bloodletter Demons. Which are 80k uh they're also like humans but they lose an armor uh, armor eight plus so six three three plus four plus eight plus um now they have horns juggernaut and regeneration so basically um chaos beastmen um with regen and juggernaut so yeah these guys are really cool on the blitz and these notably don't have frenzy they're the only players on the team without frenzy so what I found on this team are these the ones who do the ball stuff. So, so if you want to pick up a ball, yeah. <laughs> you want to blitz through and you don't want to be next to next to a tackle zone afterwards, yeah. Um, these guys are super key. Um, the armor 8 plus does make them a little bit more vulnerable, but regen does help them stay in your roster, so you don't have to keep replacing them as often. They also have general agility and strength all on a normal on a primary skill. Full so you can really... Yeah, you can re- really build these guys how you want, and then passing secondary as well. Um, on top of that, you have 0-2 corn Heralds, uh, then 90k, 6, 3, 3+, 5+, 9+, plus. so you get the armor back, but you lose a passing. Um, these guys are like elite bloodletters. They have Frenzy, Horns, and Juggernaut, so Horns and Juggernaut like the demons, but you lose regen and you gain Frenzy uh, with Generals strength on primary so these guys are basically like your blitzers i've tended to use them as like guard pieces um i can't remember actually if the letter demons had strength access normally um previously they must have done yeah yeah um, i think all the demons had strength yeah i think yeah i think you're right uh but frenzy horns and juggernaut makes these guys real meaty blitzers um you're frenzying on a four plus with juggernaut so you're all that issue, I was saying where you have frenzy against stand firm, and stuff. Uh, fend does it go through fend, or not? Oh man, I don't. I think it. I think fend. I think fend supersedes it.
0: I'll check the rules. I'll check the rules.
1: I, yeah, it definitely goes through stand firm and wrestle. I believe it goes through. Uh Oh goodness. Okay, I can't remember. But um, basically, these guys just when you need to break through and clear a path for your blood letters. These guys are the ones to do it. They're quite expensive, um, but you probably want them. I prefer to take the Bloodless over the Heralds, personally. Um, they tend to be a little bit better for what you want to do. Now, the king is the Bloodthirster. Uh, you get one. He's 180k. He's the most expensive big guy in the game. Um, yeah, he is, isn't he? Oh, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, is he more than Death Roller? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, he's movement 6 strength 5 agility 5 plus no passing and armor 10 plus so he really does stick around um now he has claw frenzy horns juggernaut loner unchanneled fury and regen with strength access he starts off with claw frenzy juggernaut and horns he's doing strength 6 blitzes with frenzy with juggernaut to save you against those both rounds and and they're frenzied, man. And he gets two of them. And yeah, frenzied with claw, and he's just the armor as well. It's crazy with regen, so he's like you get a bit of contingency there when he gets taken out. Ah, uh, this guy is so good. I rated him in a few episodes back. My the my favorite big guy in Blood Bowl. No surprise. <laughs> I, I think he's the best. I so, think he's the best big guy. So Juggernaut, yeah, it
0: just Juggernaut just plain stops. Fend, stand firm, and wrestle. So no wonder yeah. I got so schooled by that bloomin' Slayer team. Um, fend, yeah. stand firm, wrestle. None of it was working. Um, it's like the the proper counter skill to the nobility team. There you go. Everybody be aware of the Juggernaut skill. This team is it's, massive. Like six, of the players. It's really uh, brutal. Have horns potentially, you know, plus the bloodthirster. Um, but I think you called it right at the beginning, Ben. The, the reason the blood letters are so important is because they don't have Frenzy, because everybody yeah. else does, and uh, it makes them super important, and it's just a really weird team. Like, the Linemen have Frenzy. They are going around making bad blocks most of the time, and it's a really risky way to play. It's
1: also an expensive team. You've got, like, sort of elf prices, and your rerolls are 70k, so you can't afford that many players. And when your blood test is 180k, which you absolutely have to take on this team, it, it's it is an expensive team to build. And when they start killing themselves to frenzy, it's it's expensive to to patch them up. That's what I found playing playing them. um fairly limited in league uh, towards the end of lockdown, but uh, to, before lockdown started, but. Um, yeah, it's a real double edged sword, but when the frenzies start carrying this team pays off and you do a lot of damage. Uh the bloodthirster on his own is an absolute machine. The bloodthirster is fantastic. It leads
0: to proper kaiju stuff. The downside of it is if you want to do anything with a bloodthirster, you've got to use your blitz. And all those six demons have horns and tend to want to be blitzing as well. This is a really like, juggernaut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Everybody just wants to fight all of the time, and it's, yeah. it's proper cornate. It is just corn, the god of war and murder and rage. It's just 100% cornate. Mm. It's amazing, and there's no other team like it. it. And it can be really strong. It does lead more to combat than actually doing the Blood Bowl stuff. But do you know what? A few well played frenzy blocks will create a fantastic running game. Um, but yeah having a couple of guard pieces really comes together when this team gets six skills it starts to brew up nicely you had a couple of oh, guard yeah. you know and add a few block and it just starts brewing up real good
1: mm-hmm. yeah that guard really helps keep you safe against some of the frenzy because yeah. <laughs> you can really mis- misplace yourself No, I, I love the corn team I personally expect
0: it to come back in one way or another um, I think it will I don't know if it will come back as corn. Like I having the Bloodthirster on a Blood Bowl pitch does not make sense
1: to me it doesn't, it was back in the day when the Thirster was quite small and actually could fit on a square <laughs> but now, if you see the new Bloodthirster model, no chance why is this, this isn't a Bloodthirster yeah.
0: Greater Demon would have been fine um, I mean, it's a really interesting team I'd like it to come back as uh, I'd like it to come back just straight up but I think um, maybe a savage orc team, and I've mentioned this before. Uh, yeah. You know, a couple of black orcs, you know, a couple of frenzied black orcs or
1: big and bloodthirsty. I think cranks. the black orcs, instead of having a couple of black orcs with frenzy instead of horns, just so you have like solid combat pieces without having to blitz all the time. Yeah. I, I think that would be really good. I, I can see that happening. And then I don't know what you'd use as the, uh,
0: the bloodthirsty analogy, but it's just. The Bloodthirster Frenzy is the Bloodthirster, troll. yeah, something like that. I don't know. They could they could be creative with that. So the Corn team yeah. is there, and I mean, we both farmed a load of games because we we did a, a Bonehead Basics on this back in the last season, and we played a ton of Cornate games, and it's it is genuinely so different and so much fun. It's like playing goblins that can punch things. Like, goblins, you roll loads Mm. of dice. You are on the high of the dice. And if you are five plus, six plus in a load of stuff, you can pull off stupid stuff. This team feels like that. It's like, oh, frenzied. Oh, I missed that. And I'm into a one-die frenzy, but I've powed and it's okay. And it's just, you are living and dying, waiting for those skulls to land up on the dice. And it's so exciting. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just a team like no other. The other team... Yeah. Sorry, Ben, go for it.
1: No, all I was gonna say is I think one one thing that I think carrying corn into twenty twenty will help them is the using multiple rerolls a turn.
0: Oh yeah, I hadn't even considered that, but you're exactly right.
1: yeah, I think you want those plays where you just go ham on the combat and make the opening and then it will let you get through. Um, often you get hamstrung by doing two bad frenzy blocks in a row. Absolutely, no, that's true. That's true. And then and once you've made those blocks, you can still have a re-roll
0: left over to, you know, pick up the ball if you want to do such a thing. Yeah. So the other team is Slan, who did appear in Blood Bowl 2 as Kislev, some, for some reason. I, I you know, Slan... <laughs> You know what, let's just read it. Uh, the Slan are an ancient race of space travellers stranded on the planet many ages ago. After realising that rescue is never coming, they settled down in Lustria and enslaved the Lizardmen neighbours. While most Slan prefer to become fat and lazy, while reptilian thralls do their bidding, a few of the younger generations still enjoy a bit of Blood Bowl. The Slan have no passing game to speak of, but their ability to leap, dive and intercept are second to none. So this Slan in Blood Bowl... From almost the very beginning but they were frogmen they then turned into slan mages in warhammer fantasy battle and became the big frog wizards that are now featured in the art um of the actual blood bowl rulebook so if i don't think we'll see slan come back however games workshop mm-hmm. does like doing throwbacks they they've we've got a zote i can see them doing a slan team um and this team is all about leaping. Now, leaping got wrecked, got wriggity wrecked, son, in this edition, due to minus ones for everything, you know? Do you have a birthday between the 1st of January and the end of the year? Minus one to leap. So, um, <laughs> basically, the team is weird. Let's, let's just talk it through. So, 0-16 linemen, 60k a pop. Human linemen stats, 6-3, 3-plus edge, 4-plus passing, 9-plus armor. That is a good stat line. For 10k they come with pogo stick and very long legs now pogo stick means you can leap just using your agility with no modifiers and very long legs actually gives you a bonus to leap which won't count but also a bonus to deflection and intercepting rolls so like they said you get a bonus for that basically your linemen three plus leaping places catchers are some of my favorite positionals in this game i love them they're not great but they are good if you roll well they're very exciting not to four of them 80k, movement 7, strength 2 edge 2+, 4 plus passing, 8 plus armour, diving catch, pogo stick, very long legs so these guys also dodging around uh, sorry leaping around but on a 2 plus. A diving catch gives you plus 1 to catch with an accurate pass so they're catching on 1 plus which is pretty tasty Um, and that very long legs with agility 2 plus makes deflecting and intercepting also very tasty. General and agility on these, getting dodge on them early works really really well. 0-4 0 of four blitzers. Now they're called blitzers, but they are—they're interesting. Okay, 110k movement, seven strength, three match three plus, passing four plus, armor nine plus. So plus one movement from a lineman. Pogo stick, very long legs, same as a lineman. Diving Tackle and Jump Up. So the Jump Up bit works brilliantly with Pogo Stick because if you fail, you just bounce up the next turn. You've got Armour 9+, plus; it's probably going to be okay. Um, and Diving Tackle, being able to force your opponent to subtract 2 from their Dodge Roll, is actually really good. And they have Gas. They've got General Agility and Strength on single skills. The thing is here that they've got no combat skill at all. So they're Blitzers and they're 110k... With no skills, okay. Like, they need that's <laughs> it's a rip off. <laughs> they are really difficult. They, this is if they started with block or wrestle, the team would be too good, okay. They are expensive and you need to level them up. But once they start getting guard, okay, once they start getting block or wrestle, it starts to really brew up. And and they get a croxagore, straight up croxagore. 140k movement six strength five five plus edge no passing at all armor 10 plus bonehead loner mighty blow plus one hotel thick skull the croxagore we all know and love they've got 50k rerolls this is a tier two team as well i love slan we i played them in the last league um started really mm-hmm. great four wins in a row then a drew against somebody and then i lost the remaining four games because everybody died um so in 2020 edition touchdowns equal money so you're actually going to earn a bit more cash on a slam team so that's going to be better for you you're not going to roll a one into a one even after you've won a game and get no money you're going to get 40 a game plus bonuses for your touchdowns so you should be able to farm cash with slam because you are going to be scoring a lot Catches got worse with passing being four plus it used to be edge four was a cheeky 2 plus quick pass so I used to use my catchers as just edge gods uh, not going to be the case anymore no throwing game to speak of is bang on the money but the corn team is all about frenzy all about throwing those blocks this team is all about trying to resist the urge to leap um, <laughs> but you know what you've got four re-rolls and in 2020 like Ben said exactly the same with frenzy you can re-roll multiple times per turn uh, so and the way this team plays out on the pitch yeah i know they're leaping but it just feels like teleporting so i can actually see this team coming back as some kind of ghost team if games workshop wanted to change up the theme because you are bam thing you are full-on um oh god what's the blue dude from x-men night something night crawler night just two squares away <laughs> at a time just Bamp thing
1: over there why would you go nightcrawler not literally toad the one who is a frog <laughs> because that's Surely not how it's... i see
0: it i just see it as thing. you just you just True. just bam from one square to another square you're just apparating like a wizard um and and i love it and the slant team is you again it's the same i'm rolling these dice it is tier two like literally was bang on 50% win order. In the new rules, passing's got nerfed, but rerolls have got better and SPPs got better, leagues got better and money's got better. So actually overall I think Slan have probably stayed on par. But they do their thing. They do that leaping thing and it is a thing like no other. I mean, Ben, do you see this team coming back at all?
1: Yeah, I see this coming straight back as the Nash. And Ooh. the name works. <laughs> um it's something because I, I i really do think we'll see slanesh soon um and there's the fumble secret slanesh team which is also pretty leapy uh they all have long the, the new beast men literally have very long legs the slangors yeah. i think we'll see it i think it's really on on point i'd probably be a bit of a difference you know they'll probably have a little bit more combat um but i think there'll be some similarities there Okay,
0: So the reason we're talking about these teams is one, it's genuinely, like they are accepted everywhere like as a normal thing so if you're coming into Blood Bowl and you are coming into it in a normal way of picking up the game and learning about it buying it from Games Workshop and getting into it it is weird for two additional teams or forces to be available to you that are widely renowned and, and, and acknowledged Okay, most tournaments are going to mm. accept these most leagues are going to accept these. Can you imagine playing 40k ben but um there was a zote army and a uh and a squat army that everyone just was um, like oh yeah we've got i these, wish <laughs> right oh yeah we've got this homebrewed squat <laughs> army yeah you can still run squats mate it's fine oh where do i get the models from you've got to find them from a third party and these rules are completely made up but you they're definitely legal I'd... describing my dreams ben this is this is what we <laughs> we should have <laughs> but this is very similar like it is weird yeah but because these were in the video games they're the playtesting they've been playtested but this change to 2020 has not been but they have erred on the side of hardly changing anything and still nerfing the passing so i think they're legitimately fair like none of these not overpowered they're still going to be balanced it's fine um but it is just amusing to me that these unofficial teams are heartfelt official teams and it's going to be interesting for a player to join Blood Bowl in two years' time, and for someone to deploy a Bloodthirster, and for them to go, oh, sweet Chaos Pack team, mate. Uh, To be like, actually, no, this is a team that you can't find in the rulebook or anywhere on Games Workshop's website. Um, And and the whole point is, and I'm doing a series every Sunday, Special Team Sunday, where we look at the top unofficial teams in Blood Bowl. These two are the daddies of unofficial teams, and Mm -hmm they are accepted.
1: Unofficial teams want to be
0: these teams. <laughs> yeah, right? Because these yeah. are balanced. They're not perfect. We're going through Fumble to kind of say goodbye to 2016 for the seventh time, and we're using a whole bunch of unofficial teams. The Where team is legit. Like, the Pirate team hate it. But the Shark team, like, there's a bunch of cool stuff in there. Enjoy and play teams that are unofficial, that haven't come straight from Games Workshop because it's just a board game.
1: Like, yeah it's just a fun game
0: a... play a game and if you think yeah mate this is silly change it like it's fine mm-hmm. like competitive Right, right we've got to agree on stuff but if you're in a league just have a squig team have a slay team and if after a season it seems a bit overpowered nerf it if after a season it doesn't seem legit boost it up a bit it is your game and this is something that games workshop have always said is blood bowl Every game is your game. It's gone away from that now because everyone wants to be competitive with everything. But we like stupid rules. We like playing the game a different way. And having these two teams in Blood Bowl gives you that. We've got 29 teams to choose from. So Ben thinks this team is team's going to come back as Slanesh. I think Corn might
1: come back as um, Savage Orcs. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was thinking even a Savage Big Boss, that could be a guy for Savage Orcs. That would work well, wouldn't that? Savage yeah. mega boss. There's there's a, t- yeah, a, a ton of, a ton of stuff they could do,
0: yeah. um, p- potentially like some kind of boar headed orc like monster. Oh
1: yeah, to get the horns
0: in there. I don't know if the claw really works out. I I don't know. There's maybe an amble. You know, maybe it could yeah. be this new AOS faction. You know, of mud people. Um, I don't know. Or they could just go. Well, <laughs> they could just go just go
1: corn. Like I think we're going to see... corn versus Glenesh. That's a problem. That, that could be a box, couldn't it? that's always that's the, the rivalry of the ages
0: yeah yeah there you go that's these two teams in there and um yeah this is really just a shout out to say these teams are unofficial and everyone accepts them so do not let that hold you back from trying out unofficial teams in blood bowl especially in the new era because blood bowl 2020 i think is a much better game there's some bits that aren't as good but as a league game i think it is better Passing is nerfed, which is a bit of a shame. But as a league game, it is better. It is just more streamlined. And get those teams on the pitch because it's just way, way more fun. More teams is more better because more blood bowl is more better. Um, I, Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that, Ben. Thank you for letting me ramble on about it because I think it's it's important.
1: It really is. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing... I I want to see more of this and I want to see these teams pop up and the community accept them and play them and bring them into the limelight like these two. That'd be great. So Bretonians transition into ability.
0: They got a big guy and they got a new positional and they got a little bit of a change. It's it's like 80% the same team but just 20%. If Games Workshop did the same with Slan and with Korn, I mean, you don't even need to have a bloodthirster. Like, the bloodthirster's great and all, but actually, if they even if the bloodthirster became a minor tour it really wouldn't hurt the team it wouldn't it's sad wouldn't. yeah like can... it would be sad um uh, but you know i could see them running with this i can see them taking that roster and just tweaking it a bit you know whether it's updating the theme getting rid of these awful blitzers on the slam team um you know it's <laughs> they're not that bad yeah
1: give them some chaos warriors and make them slash they get problems job done
0: it's going to be interesting to see what happens next so blood bowl wise ben nothing was on the previews was it so we are hopefully in a period of homeostasis where we can start playing league trying out the teams and just experiencing things so we're going to wrap up the show for now it's the 24th of may and League is going to start in three
1: weeks, tomorrow. Oh, so excited! So especially got... after the nobility game that you're about to watch or <laughs> oh, yeah. listen to, listen to um... you on the end of podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's got me real hyped for playing nobility and league. Very excited.
0: If you uh, if you want to play any more games on Fumble with a nobility man, let me know because uh, they yeah, are...
1: I think I would take you up on that.
0: Uh, they're addictive. On they're addictive. Yeah. And oh, when when you find your first thrower. Gets accurate, Ben. You are going to love it. <gasps> I know that's what you're shooting for. Can actually, play. Yes, I know that's what you're game. shooting for. Um, but yeah, and then and yeah, then Ian will kill it because um, that's what happened to mine. <laughs> I, did, I had two throwers. One got leader. One got accurate. I was like, yeah, accurate. I can finally. Oh, he's oh, he's dead. Um, like, <laughs> I still. It's a tough road to hoe. It's definitely tier two, but it is a different way, and it's just a new challenge. I love it. Love it a bit. Mm. Anyway. We'll wrap up the show now, Ben. Thank you ever so much for joining me to talk some Blood Bowl nonsense. Uh, thank you. It's always a pleasure. And thank you for the game. that, Like you said, everyone is about to potentially listen to now. now. Um, in fact, what I'll do is I'll put it on a separate podcast so that you can just ignore it if you don't want to listen to it. That's probably the best way to go. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us and talking to Blood Bowl. We'll catch you again next week. Happy blocking.